everybody, and welcome to 500 Open Tabs. I'm Kava Taharian. And I'm Hannah Hillam. We are your hosts. (laughs) (laughs) We figured it out. We're both the hosts. We're both the hosts. Yeah. Yeah. Because equal rights. Mm hmm. Yes. Yay. Oh, look at you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I I am the son of a of a woman and the brother of a sister and oh, I'm the bare here minimum. <laughs> <laughs> doing absolutely the bare minimum and you know what you deserve killing it a monument applause yeah. yes speaking anyway. of anyway <laughs> yeah what were we speaking say? of feminism I was gonna say yeah. speaking of feminism there's a I've been told that there is a lot um, there is a, a female tunnel digger. Somebody else broke the dirt floor before you before did. Before me, yeah. Un, uh, fortunately is... or unfortunately, we're not, we're not here to tear other people down, but I was kind of excited for you to be the person, honestly. Yeah, me too. And then good for her. She's been terrorizing yes. her neighbors. They're their <laughs> quotes. Um, and digging tunnels under her house and documenting it on TikTok. I don't know if I agree with her politically, but you know what? Mm. That's Okay. That's okay. We're here. We're here to talk about digging tunnels because we got to find the things that unite us, not the things that. When there's us. tunnels, there's no politics. There's no politics. <laughs> <laughs> Just dig a tunnel into each other's hearts. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Sounds like murder. Does that sound weird? I guess that does. Or it could sound like bypass surgery. <laughs> oh, true. Doctors. <laughs> They dig tunnels. That's, that's what they do. There's little tiny babies. They do, they just they dig tiny tunnels. Oh, sick, dude! <laughs> oh, our fourth episode has already gone off the rails. But thank you guys already. for coming back to the show. Yeah, uh, it's very exciting now because I have to say, Hannah, it was really weird. The audience probably doesn't know this, but it was very weird for us to record three episodes in a bottle, like having no idea what yeah. they were going to be or if people like them and having to do it like multiple times. But I'm very, very happy. The response has been very positive. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. People are hyped. They're uh, they're hyped. They're really excited. They're very, they're very, the people who are into it are like very into it is what I've noticed. Yes. Oh, because it's people who get it because people who don't get it are like, yeah. why would you have more than 10, five, yes. five tabs open? Yeah. And Or why would you even do a show about tabs like our friend John? Shout out to John. Yeah. We love you. That was John, the funniest thing ever. You did not grasp this at all. <laughs> <laughs> love you, John. Uh, but yes, the response has been good. People have been yeah. pouring in with um, submissions of tabs that they've closed or, you know, comments on the videos and stuff. It's great. So keep it up, you guys. We're really happy about it. We're really excited to keep yeah. going. And it's 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 motivated us to go even more insane if that was possible. Uh... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we're it's my, yet, maybe we're at peak. yet to be seen. I don't know if I can, but I have hope that I can go more insane. So yet again, I have faith in you, Hannah. You might not Thank have you. faith in your own insane abilities, but I believe I we don't. can go crazier. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the Likewise. whale stuff shocked a lot of people. Apparently, people were like, "What?" Did it? Yeah, huh. that's the most thing. That's like the thing that I got most uh, that people kept talking to me about was just like whales. What? <laughs> they can explode. Yeah. No, no, the uh, the whale evolution part of everyone got a kick out of the whole coming oh, up yeah. on land and going back into water thing. That blew my mind, too. I mean, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. What about you? Did you get like one specific thing that people were really? Um, I got a lot of people sharing uh, things about tunnels and mm-hmm. different tunnelers and uh, and perfectly, almost perfectly. The real episode yeah. was, was released the day. That they found that tunnel under that synagogue in New York. Yeah, in New York. Did you read about that? Oh yeah, it was. I was like, "Is this a good?" I tr- <laughs> Did I do this? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Hannah, you manifested this." They found a 
a tunnel that had been slowly du- been digging. They had been digging under the synagogue into a different building for how many, for a while. Yeah, I, I didn't quite, I tried to read about it a little bit through Twitter, which was my mistake. And then it was like a bunch yeah. of insane anti-Semitic mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, I'm just going to wait till this dies down. So I will follow up on that at some point. But I thought yeah. there was, all I saw was like, there was a fight between cops yeah. and so a the, bunch of the, the belief. There was, there was a fight between like the cops showed up and there was like a standoff, not really a standoff, yeah, not violent, like the, but they were the like. People who were, not the people who were digging necessarily, but I think the people in this, who were involved with the synagogue somehow. I, I don't yeah. know. Again, I don't, we, maybe we should hold off on specific details until we know a little bit more. Yeah. But they were trying to pour concrete or something into it or it got they crazy. They filled it. They filled yeah. it. I'm oh, they did sure. fill it. They did fill it, which is, I'm sure there was good reason, but like, come on. Yeah. It's just let them have tunnels because they're fun. I also got a lot of, well, not a lot of flack, but I was, someone did mention that I don't know how to do distances in England. (laughs) Um, That's okay. I, from, I think I saw that too, but that person thought it was really fun. So they really enjoyed it, which is great. Yes. So I wanted to check. I was like, okay, well, how close was I? Cause I was like, oh, it's like a two hour drive from, uh, what was it? Bristol to Devon. Allegedly. And allegedly. And I wasn't far off. It's only okay. an hour and a half. Oh, okay. It's only <laughs> not a 30 bad. minute difference. That's okay. Yeah, You're only 30 bad. minutes late, but you'll probably be like four hours late because you show up, you leave your house like an hour and a half later than mm, you said you were yeah. going to. But, Dragging me. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's something we'll work on. We'll get better at, at no, we gauging won't. distances. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> Uh, anyway so yeah so thank you guys for coming back and without further ado let's get into it um i went first last week so this week you have the floor it's my turn um so the tab i'm closing and covering covering Mm -hmm. and closing this week is pouring concrete uh, into it (laughs) (laughs) The, the, the tunnel i'm pouring concrete into this week is uh the island of niihau which is niihau and not the Sounds like hello in Chinese. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds like Nihau. Yeah. Nihau, but it's it's not. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I'm apologizing. But um, <laughs> I opened this tab in November of 2022 okay. when I was visiting. So that's how far this goes back. Uh, sure. When I was yeah, visiting yeah. Uh, with the in-laws, the whole, my whole family, my, my husband's whole family, we all went to Hawaii. And uh, we were staying on Kauai. And I was like, how many islands are there? Yeah. In Hawaii, the Hawaiian island, it turns out there's 132, but oh really? Only, I didn't know there was that right? many. I didn't either. But there's main, there's eight main ones, seven of which are inhabited. Um, okay. And I was as I was reading about them, I was going through the islands, and they all have these fun nicknames. So like, okay. for example, Kauai is the Garden Island, uh, Maui is the uh, Valley Island, and they all have, like really pretty nicknames. But anyway, I get to the bottom of the list, and there's Niihau. And it says mm-hmm. the Forbidden Island. Oh. And I was like, what the what? Of course we got to read about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I opened the tab and I never read about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's forbidden. You just need it's to know forbidden. that it's there. <laughs> yeah. So I I found it again when I was trying to figure out what tab to do. Uh-huh. And uh, anyway, it's, this is about Niihau, um, okay. the Forbidden Island of Hawaii. So there's eight main islands and they're all on the windward side, which means they're wetter and not as arid as other islands on the leeward side of okay. the chain of islands. And Nihau, mm-hmm. Nihau, Nihau is on the very edge. So it's a little bit arid. Sometimes it can have droughts, but it has been populated for a while. And before Hawaii was unified. So in 1795, mm-hmm. um, King Kamehameha I uh, 
successfully uh, unified all the islands into one big kingdom of Hawaii. Have you ever played any of the Civilization games? You know, I just played Civ Six like in November because it was on really? sale for like four dollars on Switch. So like I played it like the weekend of really? Thanksgiving, and yeah. then I got like, and then I was like, okay, fine. And it, which is weird because Switch does these, uh, you know, like they'll do the Spotify like end of year playlists. It'll yeah. tell you like how many hours you spent listening oh. to something. So like I played Civ Six over like a weekend. And somehow I had the most hours playing it compared to everything else, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was really strange. But then I was like, ah, I don't have time for this. Oh, um, yeah. But no, yes, you don't. I'm, I'm a little bit familiar with it. Yes, I played it for a little bit. So I was first introduced to King Kamehameha on Civ V. Um, okay. He was one of my favorite civilizations to play because you could get like really early seafaring uh, science tech and stuff. Anyway, that's cool. That's how I know about him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I read about him and he was. No, I was going to say, I only was excited to play Civ Six because Cyrus is in it. And I was like, I, I can be a say, Persian character in it. So that's the only reason I was like, okay, dude, I'll give it a shot. And it was, was on sale. With... True to my Persian roots. Did you... <laughs> oh, wow. Cyrus would be proud. I got a good deal. <laughs> uh, I was excited to play Boudicca in Civ Five because she spoke Welsh. But I was oh, like, that's cool. yeah. Yeah. Listen, represent- this sounds cheesy, but like representation is actually important. It's like, exciting when you get to. But, oh, yeah. So, ta- tangent. So there's a new Prince of Persia game coming out. I just oh. saw this the other day on Instagram. That there, There's translation. So they actually have a Prince of Persia where they're speaking Farsi and like one of no these way. options, which is so cool. I love the Prince of Persia games. And I'm like, it's finally at this iteration where there's actually they're actually speaking Farsi. So that's really exciting. Anyway, sorry. Because you don't you don't see Farsi as uh, I don't at least I I, I've don't never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it in any game. Being a common translated language. No, certainly not That's in games. That's exciting. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, anyway. Yes. Continue. <laughs> Civ si- si- 5. Yeah. Ni- Ni'iha. So I used to like playing Kamahamaha in, in Civ 5 because he was he was dope. Um, but yeah, he was able to conquer all the islands except for Ni'iha so, and Kauai. And so when he finally got a bunch of ships, he was like, fine, I'm going to get everything I have and I'm going to show up. And the two islands were like, ah. Yeah, it's kind of a lot of ships. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we're going to just join your kingdom. Yeah, um, you're kind of like really into this. You really aren't going to stop. Yeah. Um, but there's a bunch of... So after he conquers all the islands, there's a bunch of like Game of Thrones style marriages and betrayals and drama. Mm. And, you know, so that's a really fun tab to go that's read about. I was going to say, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get into it, but man, there's a lot. Um, Maybe that's a so tab fa- for another day. This was in 1795. Okay. Fast forward to the 1860s. This is about 60 years into this island. And this island is inhabited by like maybe like three to 500 people. Okay. And this lady, this lady named Elizabeth Sinclair shows mm-hmm. up. She's a Scottish woman from New Zealand. <laughs> okay. Um, and straight up buys the island from Kamehameha for $10,000 in pure, yes, in pure gold. Listen, so she's like, that's what you got to do. You got to buy in cash so the government doesn't know so that you don't pay taxes on it. That's how you got to do it. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Um, cash money. So $10,000 in 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 that time nowadays would be $200,000. So even then, that's not... still really cheap. You can't yeah. buy like a shack in Los Angeles for less no. than like a million dollars. A right. Hawaiian island. I once saw a burnt out building in San Francisco and it was listed for $1.5 million. I don't doubt it at all. I don't doubt it. <laughs> that was like, whoa, it's not even affordable. 
Cool. Um, as part of the deal, she bought it from mm-hmm. him because she wanted to. She was a rancher, and her husband had died, lost at sea. So romantic. Um, and she'd inherited a ton of money and just wanted to go ranching and and be alone with her family. And uh, Kamahamaha was like, "I'll sell this to you, but you have to mm-hmm. promise me to take care of this island and to maintain it and always put the people first. And she was I'm like, "Sure, she did a great job." <laughs> well, here's the thing: she did a great job. Oh, she did. She did a great that job. That never happens. <laughs> I know. I know. Northern European lady buys yeah. a bunch of like native land a and twist. takes care of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's arguable. There's some there's some things that were like, hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like your little fun project. Anyway, um, so she buys this and she's like, OK, I promise. And she first went to Vancouver Island in Canada and was like, this place sucks. It's so she cold. hated Van- Vancouver. Yeah. Vancouver Island is. Have you ever seen them show Alone? The show Alone? No. Yeah. Uh, no. What is, I don't ter- know what that shows. I've also never been to Vancouver, so I have no idea. Well, this is Vancouver Island. It's its own separate island in Canada, and it's full of bears. And it's a. Um, that sounds cool. It's technically a rainforest, but like a cold one. Anyway, Wait, what? so she was like, <laughs> "Yeah, did you not know like, that? You just hit like three things back to back." Where I'm like, "What? What? What?" <laughs> yeah vancouver also has an island that has the same name also it's a rainforest that's frozen also there are bears Uh, it's short circuit so many bears like that's so many bears so she was like i can't ranch here it's like it's like the Folsom street fair basically but just (laughs) (laughs) it's the (laughs) but way less leather (laughs) anyway so she (laughs) i I saw your brain go i don't know how to move on from that (laughs) have you no okay i gotta get back on track (laughs) i'm talking about an island in hawaii not the Folsom street fair okay so yeah when she bought the island there was about a 350 native hawaiians living on it and a ton of sheep which was making it great for ranching Mm -hmm. and these natives were extremely good at making beautiful like some of the best sleeping mats in the islands and these shells these shell necklaces that are extremely rare because this the type of beach is on that island and how the waves hit it and everything makes these shells really small and teeny. So they kind of look like little pearls and they end up looking like these. It's really, really pretty. They're these legs. That sounds cool. Yeah. And they go for thousands of dollars now. So okay. um, anyway, so she was this. So do you know what a Calvinist is? I'm all over the place. A Calvinist? I know like Calvin the... Is he the philo- no, he's not the. Philo- I just remember Calvin yeah. and Hobbes is the philosopher and the religious guy. So it's like yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's my that's branch... the extent of my knowledge of Calvinism. <laughs> Same, a branch of Christianity of Protestantism is Calvinism, and it's right. like this this strict lifestyle. So Elizabeth was a Calvinist, and okay. she was like, "I don't drink, I don't believe in guns. Uh, none of you are going to either." So she forbade alcohol and guns and long mm. hair. Which mm, she's kind of, I don't know about her really kinda, taking care of the people on this island. She's like, I'm going to take away your yeah, ethnic identity is sort of wiped no, yeah. clean. So that's what I meant. Like she took care of the island, but it felt a little Not bit like her. Well, you'll see. So yeah. she dies. She goes and dies like 10 years later. And okay. the island just keeps passing down through all of her kids and descendants. And I fully expected like all these European landowners and uh, to exploit it, but they didn't. They've kept this mm. island closed since they bought it. Nobody That's good can marketing. go. 
Yeah, it's, nobody I think can if you go. call it the Forbidden Island, it somehow just makes it, they're like, I don't want to buy real estate there. Well, no, everyone <laughs> wants to come. Mick Jagger recently was like, please let me come to this island. And, and the Robinsons were like, no. Robinsons Sorry. are the descendants of, Sorry, you said yes. her, her name was Robinson, right? I forgot her Hers, name already. Elizabeth Sinclair, but then Sinclair. throughout the years, they became the Robinsons, which is funny because Robinson Crusoe, you Robinson know, Crusoe, island Oh, yeah, stuff. that's what I was thinking too. Um, anyway, in 1915... Her descendant, Aubrey Robinson, uh, stopped anyone from entering the island, even the family of the residents, because he wanted to prevent them from getting polio and all the diseases, and oh, it worked. like a quarantine kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, and um, they just kept it like that. And uh, the, vis- so the, the visits remained limited through the 50s, um, and the owner, the current owner, Keith Robinson, said, my uncle wants to protect, wanted to protect the residents here from the epidemic, and it was forbidden to come out here unless you had a doctor's certificate, and there was two-week quarantine. And it worked. We never got polio. So wow. that's kind of cool, which is when it got the name The Forbidden Isle, because no one was allowed to go. So there's a little bit of a, an interesting incident that happened there in the 1940s. Interesting. Okay. Where a Japanese pilot, it was called the Niihau Incident, a Japanese okay. pilot right after bombing Pearl Harbor, crashed on the island. Mm-hmm. And the residents were like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. They took him in, took care of him. And then the two Japanese residents on the island were like, what's your deal? And he's like, oh, I just bombed the main island. And they're like, <laughs> excuse me? What? You did what? We're going to help you escape now. Because they felt bad. It's kind of dicey, but I would love to go into this at some point because this story is incredible. Yeah. Um, but he ends up trying to escape and destroy his plane in the process. And then like he gets How does murdered. He escape to do to where? Like to go back to the main island that he yeah. just bombed? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. What is he gonna swim somewhere. back to Japan? Like it's like, there's no escape. <laughs> they were they were trying to figure out a way to get a boat out there and to get him on it, but it didn't work. Like some of the islanders were like, dude, this guy is definitely guilty yeah, of dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so this this woman ended up killing him. Um, in a fight. <laughs> so, Solve that problem. No, yeah, she 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 beat his head in. Anyway, um, oh no, it was insane. It was like the most dramatic thing to happen on Niihau Island. Ever. What was the fight over about? Well, he kept trying to just get back to his plane, and the rest of the islanders were like, "You guys are helping this guy. Hang on. Now we know about Pearl mm-hmm. Harbor, yeah. so let's not." And yeah. so they get in like a tussle, and he shoots her husband like three times, and she Whoa. just. Bashes his head in that's with a, a rock. That's good for her. Dot gif. And then his, his little. She got no recognition for it though. Lame. But her Until husband today. got some medals. Ella. Her name was Ella. Ella Kanahele. And anyway. Ella Kanahele. We're gonna let's. We gotta like give her a proper shout out. She beat this dude's head in, <laughs> which is awesome. She avenged her husband's death. This guy die. bombed Pearl. Oh, he didn't die. He just got <laughs> shot three die. times. Even better, times. honestly. She was like, I know. still, yeah, I'm into this. Yeah. So I would love to shout hold out off to on some more of this. She's okay. definitely dead. Um, <laughs> I would love to, I would love to hold off on this because I would, I'd, someday I want to cover it. It'd be really fun because it's very detailed. Anyway, so before, besides that one big scary incident, um, okay. not much really happened besides ranching and farming and, and keeping up this culture of this island. And the Robinsons were like, there is no way anyone's going to take this island from us because we promised that king. And 
even the governors of Hawaii were like, give me the island. If we're going to evict yeah. you, we're going to turn it into a national park and then help the natives assimilate, which mm-hmm. is, ugh. Um, yeah. And so in 1972 is when um, the brothers Keith and Brian Robinson became the co-owners and okay. they married native people. They had kids. So it looks like it's probably going to stay in the family a while. And as you can imagine, since there's only like, well, now there's only like 70 residents. Because oh, it's nothing. It's nothing because That's they had like a ranch. That's like an apartment complex, basically. I know. <laughs> well, well, they had a ranch. The Robinsons had a ranch. And then mm-hmm. after a while, they would employ people on the ranch. And then after a while, they weren't making any money from the ranch. And they were just paying these people to work on a ranch that was doing nothing. So they closed the ranch and then all the employment left. So people started leaving the island for work. Mm-hmm. Or working at um, a Navy installation. The U.S. like runs military um, tests and special ops for defense systems mm-hmm. right off that island. And and so a lot of the um, natives would uh, would be hired there too, and they would act as enemy trackers for drills and things. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. Um, we I need, feel like I'm- They're like, we need some brown people to shoot at, so you can do this brown people <laughs> murdering cosplay. We, we can't, can't get visualize it. Yeah. <laughs> we can't visualize it if we don't. Yeah. So. <laughs> so horrible i mean it's what we're good at that's what we're oh, at that's what america can't does. even say that um but anyway the crazy thing about this island is that uh it's still like this there's no okay. running water there's no running water oh, oh okay there's no um roads there's no cars there's no electricity there is uh, no TV, nothing, no internet. And these people that live there are like, yeah, we're fine with that. Um, part of the deal of living there is they get free rent from the Robinsons. Um, and all meat is free. There's a lot of big game on the island that they're allowed to hunt. Um, okay. Other than that, their food is brought in weekly. The shipping is free. Uh, relatives can bring the food in. No indoor plumbing, no stores, nothing, just houses. Uh, and dirt paths. They use horses and bikes to get around. And mm-hmm. rainwater is their only source of water. So they don't wow. have any running water. Something that was really cool that I found was that they speak an almost untouched version of Hawaiian, of Hawaiian oh, language. That's cool. Yeah. And it's really important because we can actually kind of hear and see what they would have sounded like when they first made contact with Europeans in the, mm-hmm. in the 16 and 1700s. Wow. And so... They've been, and, and this language, it's a Ni'ihau dialect of Hawaiian, and it's required for everyone to learn it in school, in their one school. <laughs> and they, it's really interesting because it, it sounds different than regular Hawaiian, and I, they think it's because it's been preserved for so long. Yeah. Um, and they also maintain all their old traditions of music and art, and uh, it's kind of cool to see. It's almost yeah. like um, a look into the past a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's like a time machine and, to go to the island, basically, almost. Well, yeah, if you're allowed. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, I just mean like if you're able to. So who who even knows about this? How did people get the information? That's the thing. People don't really know about it. And that's uh, like even Hawaiians are like, I don't. There's an island over there. This could theoretically um, be made up. They could just have like the most advanced alien technology imaginable, <laughs> but no one's really been on there to confirm. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch. That's yeah, the first thing like, I thought of. Actually, we have 37 spaceships and we've beaten Elon to Mars like 10 oh years my. ago. Nope. 
<laughs> All without running water or electricity. Yeah, running electricity. <laughs> I will say they have added some electricity because of the, it's all solar powered, hundred percent solar powered. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Excellent. Um, uh, and the Robinsons are still like super stubborn. They're like, no, it's in our family. We're going to protect it till we absolutely can't. And um, Keith Robinson, one of the co-owners, mm-hmm. said, "We've had a lot of requests, including people who are about to die." And they have come over and they have to come over and see the last place on earth they haven't seen. And mm-hmm. we still say no. Oh, <laughs> ice cold. Well, he's like, it's like what they live, you know. Um, yeah, they say no to everybody. You can do helicopter tours. There's one helicopter mm-hmm. that takes people to the hospitals or whatever. But you can do a helicopter tour, but nowhere near the village. Um, and you can snorkel off the coast, but you can't go on the beaches. What are the consequences? Do they have like a like? Are there people with like guns like waiting to shoot you or something if you come too I close? Don't know. Again, that's my no. American mind assuming that there's violence. <laughs> guns. Yeah, guns well, are the solution. There, there's still no guns allowed. Like yeah. they have. And how do they enforce no, to not have like a bunch right. of people just show up? Like you said, like the king showed up with just a bunch of ships before, right? Right. I don't know. Somebody actually. could just come take it over. I mean, there's still I mean, I part they of don't. Hawaii. Like they pay taxes True. and they and they vote. So oh, they do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he the other brother, um, his name is Bruce. And Bruce. He, Bruce and Keith. <laughs> Robinson Bruce Brothers. Robinson Brothers, yeah. The They've, owners of the Hawaiian <laughs> of a forbidden Hawaiian island. Just on paper, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Insane. I'm Keith Nepo and I babies. live on a forbidden <laughs> Nepo babies that are you know. Own island and I'll own an island. That's just crazy to me. Like, um, so Bruce says we've tried to maintain the request of the king when it was turned over. We maintain the island for the people and continue to work it as he had, which is cool because all the endangered species in Hawaii now they have a place to go. Like right. Hawaiian um, Hawaiian monk seals are extremely endangered and. Mm-hmm. The beaches of Niihau Island are actually a great place for them to like breed and and do their thing. And same with a bunch of plants, because when the Europeans came over, they were like, we're ripping all this up and we're making it into plantations. And so there's all these beautiful native Hawaiian plants. Why? Why? Oh, money. (laughs) Yeah. You're just like. (laughs) Look, if you had to like only live in Northern Europe, (laughs) just kidding. There's no excuse. (laughs) Um. It's just so cold. So yeah, they they all these Europeans wiped out a bunch of the native plants and and animals through all of their industrialization and you know the the, the pineapple mm-hmm. um, plantations and the sugar. Anyway, so that these monk seals are now protected. They're still endangered, but they can actually have a place to go and see with a bunch of different birds. Like a lot of birds in Hawaii are very endangered, like because mm-hmm. uh, that's the only place they live because it's one of those like right, right. yeah. Um, and then this made me laugh like. There's a plant called the Olulu and Olulu, okay. it's also called the Vulcan palm and cabbage on a stick. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's go through, let's go through these one by one. Uh-huh. Why any of these? I don't know. <laughs> I tried looking it up and I couldn't figure out why. Is there like a Vulcan death grip something or other? Is I, there like a, the cabbage makes me think it makes you go to the bathroom a lot. There's a lot of fiber in it maybe. Does cabbage do that? I mean, it does to me anyway. Cabbage is good oh. for your digestive tract. 
good to know. That's why cabbage, that's why coleslaw is always good with like barbecue because you're having like meat. So then you have some stuff to help break it down. Is that why? I mean, that's my assumption, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I don't actually, I haven't actually read a tab, but I always assumed that that's why it was open the case. one. Yeah. Open um, one on cabbage and farting and pooing. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that home for me. Just perfect end. <laughs> um, and so like this whole thing is a little bit odd to me because while I'm glad that they've kept it safe, there yeah. is a little bit of like the, oh, we're going to keep these natives pristine and like, yeah, uh, yeah, we're you know, keeping them trapped, keeping them down, just still ruling with an iron fist about what they would like to do to run the island. And I, I, I get the feeling that a lot of them are like, yeah, whatever. I'm fine with that. This is way of life. But like, I don't know. Is, is it? A lot of them have left because there's literally nothing to do there besides work on work on the army base. And make those bl- necklaces, which is another way they make money. Um, but you're you're but yeah. saying that the government wants to try to make it like a national park or something, you said? Yeah. And to and, get everyone off of that. there. No. Oh, I see. The Robinsons will not. They've been offered money. They've been offered. They won't. They won't sell it. And their plan is to just keep it like that as long as they can. It's like one of the last yeah. remaining holdouts on the planet of, of stuff yeah. like this. There's like only a couple of islands where this is the case it's kind of crazy yeah and and yeah i wonder how long it's gonna last i mean i don't know it's crazy to me i just love that it's called the forbidden isle anyway so yeah that's that's the forbidden isle and uh you can't go there so yeah i'm uh i guess they can't what what if you were to just jump out of the helicopter with a parachute and just (laughs) you die oh oh oh. they'd probably take care of you like that japanese pilot that's true i feel like uh, people, there's a way to do. I'm not encouraging people to do this. I just that's where my mind goes. Where it's like, if I'm not allowed to do something, I'm like, how do I do that thing? <laughs> you're finding all the different. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> to me, it's just like, well, I, I just won't go there. And you're like, how can yeah. I jump out of a helicopter? How, I want to see this thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you could go, would you? If I could go, yeah, sure. Yeah, of yeah, course. Same. If they, if I was allowed to, absolutely, to see something that's like, kind of trapped in amber and time and. Yeah. Be able to sort of see this old crazy, like, like, or hear the old language and see whatever custom. That's what like, I want to hear. Like, what do they do all day? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what we used to do, remember? Without phones and stuff, we just go outside uh, yeah. and stare at stuff. But there's no TV. Like you said, there's no electricity there, or no. there's barely electricity or like, t- and I'm like, what do you, I don't know. Do you, uh, also being... it's like, is there more art that they made? Like, I wonder if there's a bunch of stuff that we've never seen. Oh, because the creative urge is a strong one. It, it'll happen. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no denying it. There's no resisting no. that urge. It's what came first. Right. So I wonder if there's all kinds of crazy stuff that th- there's crazy art that people don't even know about or like gardens or sculptures or who knows. I, I, I kind of feel like that's just my own personal thought is like, I, yeah. I feel like it's like cave paintings or something. You'll just like, yeah, we're, we're always doing it. Doesn't matter what. Well, I, even looking at photos, there's no photos of the actual inhabitants sure. or village. I thought maybe we could see. Yeah. Anyway. To make it all up. Hey there. This is Adreed Kava, here to give that poor little guy host Kava a break. Hannah and I would like to ask you for help by going to nebula.tv slash 500 open tabs and signing up for Nebula, where they have exclusives like... Why Our TVs Wanted to Kill Us in 90s Movies by Tech Alter. Ever notice that 90s movies were obsessed with evil media? 
shows plunging societies into ruin, video games that trap and torture players, and VHS types that kill anyone that watches them? What caused this sudden obsession? These kinds of wonderful video essays never cease to amaze me. I had to get a master's and go countless thousands of dollars into debt. But you kids now? You can get an annual subscription to Nebula that gives you the same insights for the cost of a carton of eggs at the time of this recording, probably. You can find this video and dozens of other high production originals on Nebula, a video streaming platform built by and for creators. And along with videos and podcasts, you can now learn new skills in Nebula's fully produced classes. Go to nebula.tv slash 500 open tabs and get 40% off an annual subscription. By signing up, you can support other creators like Maggie Mayfish, Princess Weeks, and many more. Remember, sign up at nebula.tv slash 500 open tabs. Otherwise, Hannah and I will assume you hate us and will cry, much like host Kava is doing right now from not being allowed to talk for a whole two minutes. All right. Your turn. Well, thank you for sharing that. That was very cool. I felt like I just big long run on sentence, but hopefully it made sense. It was wonderful. I liked it. Okay, what uh, do you have for me, me? Let me pull up my tab notes. My tab this week is <laughs> it's a cheat. <laughs> because <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it was not a tab that I had open. It was actually a listener submission for a tab that they closed. <laughs> You just stole it? <laughs> I straight up stole it. I was going to do it for the listener submissions. And I was like, wait, what? This is insane. And it's really funny and bizarre. So, you know, I'm just going to have to give a shout out to Nico from Riverside. Um, they submitted this tab and it's funny. So it's an article <laughs> yeah. from the Smithsonian. Yeah, right. I just straight up. Oh, wait, really quick. Yeah. I forgot to mention that my article was from all that is interesting.com. All that is interesting.com. And also the Wikipedia page on Niihau. Your turn. Go. Which, of course, we will link in the show notes so you can see all this stuff. Uh, yep. So it's an article from the Smithsonian from January 2013 by Franz, Franz Lids. Lids like the hat store. Cool. Um, <laughs> and the title of the article is The Little Known Legend of Jesus in Japan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued. Well, <laughs> Wait, there's another Japanese, there's another Japan link between us. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. This is I not. I was wondering I don't, how this was going to. The Kismet, the, uh, yeah, the ESPN yep. is going to happen. Yep, ESPN here, is happening right now. Here we go again. So, on the flat top of a steep hill in a distant corner of northern Japan lies the tomb of, of an itinerant shepherd. In the mountain hamlet of Shingo, he's remembered by the name Daitenku Taro Jurai, but the rest of the world knows him as Jesus Christ. (laughs) What's he doing there? Oh, I'll tell you what he's doing there. (laughs) So everybody knows that Jesus died at what, Golgotha? You know, I should know. You should know this. What this story presupposes is maybe he didn't. That's that's a bold statement. It's a bold statement, right? So Shingo is this village. It's on the way northern side of Japan. It's about 400 miles from Tokyo. So it's not like this place that you could just pop into if you're going to Japan to visit. you got to really commit to this. It's, it's way okay. on the northern side. Uh, so this legend first appears in Japan in 1936. 
<laughs> and there's a family that was that came from the south and they discovered among their archives a set of ancient scrolls that were allegedly Christ's last will and testament dictated as he was <laughs> dying in the village. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> I don't to say. Go on, go on. According to the nearby Legend of Christ Museum, because there's a museum in this town as well, Archaeologists mm -hmm. from an international society for the research of ancient literature discovered the scripture in 1936. That manuscript, along with others, alleg allegedly unearthed by a Shinto priest around the same time, flesh out Christ's further adventures between Judea and Japan and pinpoint Shingo as his final resting place. So what? He was like resurrected and then he just walked or hopped over to Japan? Oh, as I love to say, it gets crazier. Oh. Uh, these came to be known as the... Takenuchi documents. I apologize for mispronouncing, but tragically, Hannah, they were lost in World War II. But Dang their it. memory remains. Dang so there's it. no literal proof of it, but there's a note so that someone took. <laughs> I figured you'd like this part of it. <laughs> Jesus was <Why>? here. <laughs> Why do you think there that? Was, anyway, there on. was this thing that said what it was, but they don't have that anymore. But you gotta it. just go off of the. <laughs> but this dude said he totally saw this. <laughs> He saw and it. And they kept going with it. Yeah. So many claim that it's a hoax, but we all know that this is the truth. So we're going to go back in time. We're going to go back in time to Jesus. So oh my gosh. Jesus, of course, son of God, very mm -hmm. famous individual. Uh, a lot is known about his latter part of his life, but not much is known, of course. What is it? 13 First, to 29, I think, is the, yeah, is the age range. Well, no, he, he kind of fell off, of, you know. He start, showed up again when he was like 30, 31 or 32. But before yeah, that, so it was like when he was a no kid. No one knows. He was a kid. No. Lost years until now. Oh, that's where he was. <laughs> this is it. This is the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the story starts when he's around 21 years old. So mm -hmm. roughly the end of college, whatever Jesus was doing, he's finally of drinking age. He finishes college. Study abroad. <laughs> study abroad. Exactly. So what does he do? He goes to study abroad in Japan. <laughs> Why does he go? I don't know. Maybe he wants to go teach English there. Maybe he's there to backpack. Maybe he's there to just find himself. He loves but anime. He loves and who knows? Yeah, he goes to Japan when he's 21 and he loves it. He hangs out. He has a, you know, he, he falls in love maybe with an older woman that teaches him the ways. This is not in the scripture, by the way. I'm just You're making this, this up, up right? No. Yes. Oh, no. I can never The story tell. alleges that he's, at, so the, what the story does say is that when he's from 21 till about 30, when he goes, when he shows up again in, uh, what is it, Jerusalem or whatever, uh, mm -hmm. or Judea, <laughs> sorry. So he's there. He's basically like, he spends his whole 20s in Japan. He loves it. He learns about Buddhism. He learns the Japanese ways. He he basically finds himself up until he's about the age of almost 30. And at that point, he decides, OK, listen, my refusal of the call of my life is done. So I need to like go back and face my <laughs> face, my done, life done. So, yeah, <laughs> time to face my past. So he heads back. He loves Japan, though, but it stays with him. It's, it's a very important part of his of his development and of who he ends up becoming. And okay. just like you said, just like your friend that studied in Europe for a semester, Jesus comes back <laughs> and will shut not up. shut up about Japan. <laughs> he is insufferable, right? <laughs> Every time he goes to the restaurant, he's like, um, uh, do you guys have chopsticks? I don't know about like a fork. Because when I lived in Japan, 
We use chopsticks. Uh, the do last you guys supper, have chicken? He's like, yeah. get the chopsticks. Get the chopsticks. Mm, do you guys have tofu? Because I'm not really into like this pork. This is whatever chicken, pork meat, whatever it is. You know, in Japan, they do it. This they have better public transit in Japan. Nonstop, won't shut up. Drives everybody nuts. <laughs> and naturally, the Romans decide that they're gonna. They, they're like, we should probably crucify this guy, right? I think that's how the story goes. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, some controversial opinions, controversial controversial some, takes. Uh, betrayed, got betrayed. Yeah, all that got betrayed. But because of the Japan stuff, that's specifically why. Because he wouldn't. He was just annoying. Oh, that's is that why. what the story says? Yes. So the story is, is that he they couldn't handle how. <laughs> Are you? I can't tell if you're kidding. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> okay. At this point, everything's true. So everything's true. It was in the script. It was in those. It was in those documents that got lost in World War II. But we have no choice but to believe them because of faith. Gotta believe faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right, there's there's the Last Supper. He's betrayed. The Romans come. Everyone decides that they're tired of Jesus and they're going to crucify him because he's causing a ruckus. They're not into it. So, but Jesus, he's this. He's a man of belief, right? He mm-hmm. he believes in what he preaches. He follows through and he says, "Okay, that's it. If that's my fate." That's what it's going to be. I'm going to die. I'm going to die on this cross. I'm going to get killed. That's okay. I'm not going to try and weasel out of this. Mm-hmm. Or so you think, Hannah. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Did you know that Jesus had a brother? James. No. Oh, sorry. It's not James. Sorry. It's <laughs> a twin one. brother named. No. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Isukiri. This bro, I like to imagine, looks like a clone, like he's his twin brother. But the only way you can tell the difference between Jesus and Isukiri is that Isukiri has a British accent. <laughs> and wears like a fake nose. <laughs> he wears or, he wears black and Jesus wears white, so you can tell the two of them apart. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not I a, would no, say he I has see. a mustache, so you know that he's different, but he already's got the beard and the long hair, so like that doesn't really work yeah. as well. But he's got, he's just Jesus with a British accent. <laughs> may or may <laughs> not Japanese have been separated name. at birth with a Japanese name. So this is what this story says, is that. So, more or less, yes. May or may not be separated at birth. We don't really know much about Isukiri. But what I can tell you about Isukiri is, is that he didn't want to live. <laughs> So he Isukiri, wanted to die. <laughs> Isukiri shows up, his his British twin brother, mm-hmm. and he's like, Jesus, hello, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm your brother. <laughs> the English are already annoyed we can't know distances. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How are you doing there, brother? I'm your brother, Jesus. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay. Okay. Isukiri is like, my life is miserable. <laughs> I go to make dinner every night. I got to figure out what I'm going to eat. <laughs> I got to wash all the dishes at the end of the night. I got to do this every night for the rest of my life. <laughs> Clean the same messes. I got to pay rent forever. <laughs> Isukiri, 
More like Asu kill me. <laughs> Did you just make that up? Right now? That was pretty good. Thank you. Wow. And he's just like, I joke. can't do it anymore. Thank you. <laughs> Were you laughing on the inside? <laughs> I was laughing on the inside. That's how you know it's real. And he's like, I can't do it, blood. I can't do it. I'm over it. I don't know where this accent comes from. This is Jesus. It's a magical accent. Yeah. And he's like, let me. Also, probably, I'm guessing he owes the mob a bunch of money and they're going to kill him anyway. <laughs> He's got a gambling problem. Who this knows? This is so off the rails. I don't even know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where we are supposed to be. Okay. Where Jesus so is about to Jesus's get crucified. Secret twin brother. Secret wants twin to brother die. shows up. His suicidal, suicidal yes. twin brother shows up and says, yes, kill me instead. And he says, we're going to parent trap this shit. We're going <laughs> to switch places. <laughs> I'm going to take your place. Are you gonna be okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. And he Look says at me. we're gonna. We're, it's okay. It's all right. And he says we're gonna parent trap this shit. We're gonna switch places. I'm gonna be the one to get crucified. Let my life have meaning. You, you gotta get back to Japan because that's all you talk about anyway, and that's where your heart is. Why would you die here? That's pointless. Just let me do let me let me do this one thing. Let my life not be in vain. At least let me do this one thing for you. And of course, Jesus thinks it over and he's like, you know, it's not really like a good thing for me to do this. And he's kind of committing suicide in a way, but also I don't know where I feel, but there's it's a gray area, right? So he's making a, the very Jesus-like um, decision to let someone else die instead of him in his place. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's he's Sarcasm. he's giving him his his wish. That's what he wants. Okay. This is what this is what <laughs> this is what Isukiri wants. Okay. So he's and the Jesus, real Jesus. Okay. So Jesus is like, okay, you know what? You're my brother. You're literally my an exact replica of me. You're my DNA. I love you. I want you to be happy, and I want to give you this. The only thing I ask is, is that you give me your ear as a keepsake before I leave. No, no, no. I don't no. know why. <laughs> Wait, what? And a lock of Mary's hair. And they're Creepy. like, done. Here you go. They just Van Gogh that shit. He just chops his ear off, just gives it to Jesus. And they get a lock of Mary's hair. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> They're like, I don't know. There's no mention of what any of the Mary stuff is. But for some reason, he's got a lock of her hair and he's got his twin brother's ear. And he packs up a backpack. You know, he takes, he fills up his camel back with a bunch of water. He gets a bunch of cliff bars, whatever it is. And then they send him on his way. They're like, go, you're, you're free, Jesus. Go back to Japan. So Isukiri is the one who actually gets crucified. He's the one who dies. He's the one who theoretically, I guess, gets resurrected. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. WWID, you know? Yeah. Uh, that what part would... of the story is besides the point now. That's That's gone now. We follow Jesus because now okay, Jesus... So... So Isukiri died for my sins. Isukiri died for your sins, yes. <laughs> okay. I'm Jesus, following. T- Jesus takes this long, long hike. So he goes all the way back to Japan. It's about 6,000 miles. He goes through Siberia. This whole thing takes him about four-ish years. And eventually, okay. from Siberia, he hops on a boat which lands in a town called, or in a village called uh, Hachinohe. Again, I apologize, uh, which is just a stone throw from Shingo. He shows up in Shingo and he's like, okay, this is a nice place. And he's tired, you know, he's like, 
37, 38 years old by this point. He just yeah. traveled 6,000 miles. His back hurts. He's developed a lactose intolerance. He's middle and middle age is just staring him squarely in the eye. And he's <laughs> he's tired. He can't go out to the club anymore. He's not about that life. <laughs> he doesn't want to do it. But thankfully, he is shredded from this four year hike. He's in great physical shape. He looks absolutely good. ripped, ripped, shredded. Like in Rambo 2. He just looks yeah. awesome. So he's like, or like listen. like in any Catholic depiction of him where he's just exactly. got Exactly. Like well, he's rippling. more like emaciated, I feel like, in those. But That's this is true. like. He's got that like, you know, hiking across all of the continent of Asia body. Lean. Lean. Muscular. Looking good. So he's like, listen, I'm not getting any younger. I'm almost 40. I'm in the best shape I'll probably ever be for the rest of my life. It's time for me to settle down and to find a nice lady. And what does he do? He marries a Japanese woman named Yumiko. They get married. They fall. In, they fall in love, and they get married. And they have three daughters. Three. Oh, yeah. Good for Jesus. Good for Jesus. He finds a second life. He he has this whole other existence in Japan and Shingo. And you know he's happy. He tends to a little plot of land, which might have been a garlic farm. Is is sort of what the theory is. Interesting. Yeah, he fills his time with different projects. Maybe he tried inventing garlic bread at some point, but you know he couldn't quite get the recipe exact. So, in the world, might not have been ready for it to You'd come out of Japan. You think he could have because he's good at turning things into food and oh, and so here, you know, here, bread here's the thing. Yeah, loaves. about that, about that. Yeah, so he's there, and he's he's literally Jesus Christ. He's the Son of God. He's he, he's he's capable of doing all these miracles. So all the locals are like, "Hey, bro, can you just like turn this water into wine, or can you walk on?" The kids would love to see you walk on water just once, just just for fun. But Jesus, Jesus is like, "Nah, bro, those days are behind me. I don't do miracles no, anymore." That doesn't yeah. make sense. He Dude, retires. if I were one of those parents, I'd be like, uh, "I can't play with you right now. Go up the hill to the." To the magical Middle Eastern man who yeah. can walk on water and let him entertain you. That's, no, he's done. He won't do he's it. He's retired. He retired out of public life. He's like, listen, I moved to Shingo to get... It's like, you know, when Hollywood celebrities go buy a ranch in Montana or whatever because they want to get away from the paparazzi. That's basically what he does. Hayden Christensen in Canada. Yeah, he has a whole farm. Good exactly. I think Post Malone's got a farm in Utah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he lives in Park City. Yeah. So he's just he does the Post Malone. He's just like, I'm it's OK. I don't need to be the center of attention anymore. I just want to tend to my garlic farm. I want to live my days out as a father of three beautiful daughters and I don't know, whatever, smoke brisket now or whatever, make IPAs, whatever people <laughs> in, the, in that age do. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he lives this great life. He's he's lucky because after all, he is the son of God. So he has this wonderful life. <laughs> He gets to watch his daughters grow up and they have families of their own. Guess how long he lives for? A uh, hundred years. hundred and six. No. That's right. Jesus Christ lives to the age of 106. <laughs> Dies As peacefully. a Japanese garlic farmer. Garlic farmer who, you know, was just one of the boys. He didn't, he didn't go around performing miracles. <laughs> just wanted to be a regular dude. Charmed life. It's incredible. And obviously, like I said, he has three daughters. So there are still some of his descendants that are alive in Shingo today. Mm-hmm. F- funniest part about all this. And there's okay. there's uh, there's descendants that are there today. You know, there's a couple. I think there's like one family that claims that they're part of this lineage. Guess what? They're not. What? 
Christian. Uh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> Wait. Because <laughs> he gave up. He gave it up. Gave, they're not even Christian. But imagine being like, my, Jesus was my great, 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 great grandfather and being like, yeah, but I'm not really into the whole Jesus thing. Christ thing. <laughs> yeah. They're Buddhists, oh. which, of course, you know, whatever, Shinto Buddhists, all that. That's that's the majority. There's not a lot of Christians in in uh, in Japan. No. Um, but yeah, they're not even Christian, which I think is really funny. I, you took, <laughs> I, you, you did, um, took, I don't going. know what to say. There's okay. more? There's more. So okay. in ancient times, so again, this, now this is all very sort of like, we don't know how much of this is propaganda that's been sort of perpetrated by the Tao. Not, pro- I shouldn't say propaganda. I don't mean that in like the real way. I just mean it as like a joke, like stories, like sort of the stories that make it sound more fun. Cause I'm all in at this point. I think this is great. So it's said that Shingo, the village, maintained kind of different traditions from the rest of Japan. Like the men wore clothes that looked sort of like the toga robes of biblical Palestine and that women wore oh. veils. And like when they had babies, they weren't like pushing them around in like fancy strollers. They put them in like woven baskets like in the Holy Land. And uh, <laughs> newborns were swaddled in clothes embroidered with a design that looked kind of like the Star of David. And up until not too long ago, apparently the Star of David uh, were marked on their foreheads with charcoal. So basically Hmm. the town was like Jesus LARPing for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And just drawing a pretty common uh, shape. Yes. Triangles. Yeah. So this is so but none of them. It's it wasn't about about you know christianity it was about like this dude jesus that used to live here that was really famous apparently and this was his tradition so we just keep it going a fun fact that they kept it going so what now still apparently every year about twenty thousand people show up and visit shingo yes we gotta go i kind of want to go uh you can purchase a trove of religious relics from the museum (laughs) gift shop like jesus coasters or coffee mugs Some participate in the Springtime Christ Festival, which is a mashup of multi-denominational rites in which kimono-clad women dance around the twin graves. Oh, the twin graves. I forgot to tell you about this. So the reason why cutting off the ear of Isukiri and Mary's uh, lock of hair are there is because, as was the tradition, he died um, on a hill. I'm sorry. The tradition was not that. The tradition was he died on this hill in Shingo. The tradition was to sort of just let him pass and like let it become bones or whatever. So then they turned that into the grave. So there's two gravestones or two grave piles. One is Jesus and the other, (laughs) the other is the, uh, the ear and the lock of hair. Well, so Isukiri technically a part of him. You always want to be buried in every episode. (laughs) (laughs) I I like, listen, you're right. Yeah. I'm like his twin brother. It's like, just, Take Isukiri. me. Yeah. So part of him and part of Mary are also buried there. <laughs> and they chant a three line litany in an unknown language. So it's sort of like this derivative huh? thing that they don't quite know what it is. They're like, it sort of sounds like something that it might have been at the time. But apparently uh, it's just been it's just evolved. Kind of like you said, like, again, very funny. Not intentional. Yeah. Just now realizing this. Also, another yep. thing that is trapped. What the hell? This is really weird that this keeps happening. It's just like your your village, where it's like this thing that continues to exist and it's been held onto. It's like trapped in time. Weird. Very strange. Weird. We keep doing that. I swear to God, we did not plan this. We don't plan these. We don't plan this. I don't know why this happened again. Uh, ESPN. Anyway, so 
the theory is so some people have tried to like debunk it because they're not yeah. fun at all because they suck and they're not invited to our cool dinner parties. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Jesuit priests tried to come in, I think, like around the 16, 1700s. They were trying to bring Christianity into Japan. Uh, yeah, became, the Japanese did not. They did not let them do that. They no. were not fans of that. No. Did you? I'm assuming the answer is going to be no because it's about seeing a movie. But did you ever see the movie Silence, the Scorsese movie? No. No. Uh, no. It's it's not everyone's favorite Scorsese movie. Um, I actually really liked it. I it's not for everybody. It's a slow burn. It's not like a. It's you're you're not watching like Wolf of Wall Street in Japan in the 1700s or anything like that. It's like this meditation. It's not like nothing crazy like in wild oh. like that happens. But it's sort of about. This is what I learned about this whole thing about like the priests going to Japan initially. But like it, Andrew Garfield plays the main Jesuit priest who goes because I forget everyone's characters names. But like Liam Neeson was like the cool priest that everybody like looked up to. And he went to Japan and he sort of got captured and never came back. And people were like, so they send uh, <clears throat> Andrew Garfield as like the dude to like bring him back. They're like, we don't know what happened to him. You need to go find him and return him. And the whole thing is, uh, which apparently was was what happened was they didn't just. They, at one point, they realized that if they kill the priest, the Japanese, whatever, statesmen and stuff, because they really don't want Christianity spreading because they no. realize that like it's going to subvert the authority of their government. So, well, they were always of, very closed. They're up also very closed. Yes. Yeah, I think it was like by 1850s, 60s is when mm -hmm. the, um, the Meiji dynasty switched it all over and opened it up. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, so they don't want Christianity coming in. And at one point, they started killing people and, and priests and stuff. So what this movie shows is what the movie silence shows is they realize like that's not as effective because these priests are like, well, of course I'm willing to die for my love of Christ. And right. you're just <laughs> turning like, them into second. martyrs. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this is this? great. Yeah. This is, this is what we were born to do. So they very smartly realize that like, okay, they're not going to stop. So what they start doing is they start like, you know, they, they, they give them the opportunity to is, is the apostatize is the term I always forget. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to apostatize in front of all their believers or their mm -hmm. followers so that they realize that Christianity is whatever. And then that doesn't work because they don't do it. So this whole movie is about how he like refuses to do this. Andrew Garfield does. Whoa. And then they start sort of like killing the Japanese followers of Christianity as a way to punish him because they're just trying to be like, you need to give. It's brutal. It's crazy. Um, but it's it. I sort of think it has this very interesting theme. I'm going off on like a, like a sort of side point about it but Please. like the, the theme of it, it's really interesting i think it's actually kind of a weirdly beautiful love letter to his love of god which i personally am like not religious but i was like okay i'm, I'm actually interested in the i thought it was a really interesting uh kind of moral in the ending anyway i'm, I'm rambling but that's what i learned about it. so the theory is is that at some point this might have gotten mixed up like two three hundred years ago and then maybe it was like jesuit like a jesuit priest that was trying to escape from all these different uh, Japanese authorities that were hunting them down and trying to like get them to apostatize and 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 uh, or get killed, and they ended up just coming into this village in Shingo, and they didn't oh. quite understand what the deal was, and like they were like, well, maybe they they couldn't tell if he was maybe talking about Jesus, but they thought he was Jesus, and oh, oh that would make sense. That's that's the th that's one of the theories, but of course he can't prove any of this. But for my money, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah no none of it does I, I don't think it matters if that's the case or not because i the reason i thought this was so interesting was because you know i did this book last year my uh so for for listeners who don't know i wrote and illustrated this book called mothman's compendium of southern california cryptids where like 
I did this cartoon book. Yeah, you should buy it. It's not necessarily just a plug for the book, although you should totally no, it buy it. It is a good but, book, though. Yeah. <clears throat> but the the space that I was in while I was writing that book was I wanted to make... So the story of the book is like Mothman comes to Southern California and he tries to find other cryptids in different neighborhoods within LA and Southern California. And it was just an excuse for me to like write these fun stories about each neighborhood and like some creature or some fake lore that could exist in like Silver Lake or like in San Diego right. or like in Venice Beach. And uh, the part of it that I was like, excited to do is I thought that it's fun that like, even if something isn't really real in a neighborhood or in an area, it sort of gives people this thing to rally around. Oh yeah. And it's it, an identity. It gives them this identity. Yeah, exactly. It gives them an identity. And some people have like whatever sports teams, you know, yeah. that they rally behind. But like, to me, when I was reading this. I was like, this is basically, this is sound insane, but like, this is no different than like the Mothman being <laughs> in West Virginia. Right. And then and there's like a, a festival. Cryptid. So Jesus is a cryptid now, according to me, like based on the research of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese Jesus uh, is a cryptid. He's a cryptid. <laughs> yeah. That's the title of the episode. J- Japanese Jesus classifies as a cryptid. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, you know, I that I never actually thought about that. That's really cool, though. Like the idea that crypt, people can like have an identity not just around na- like a national identity, but like almost yeah. like a mascot, you know? Yeah, like a city identity or like a town identity or like yeah, you know, whatever. I think we all need these like fun things to sort of like latch onto, and whether or not it's real is sort of besides the point. I think it's just kind of awesome yeah. that there's this one town that was they just yes ended this for like <laughs> hundreds of years, hundreds. potentially thousands. Yeah. Dude, I love this story. I want to watch right? a movie of it. Yeah, me too. It's happened. crazy. Listen, people who are listening to this, we you should all sign up for the sponsor links and get us a lot of money so we can go to Shingo. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please, we want to go Japan. see it. And it's I'll stop on that place. island on the way. Uh, I remember going to Japan in 2019 and it was just oh, so you? wonderful. Well, you've been to yeah. Japan? I have been to Japan, yeah. I went oh, nice. It was awesome. I'm going to be like Jesus when he comes back. Yeah, you're bearded. I'm beard. I, I can. They'll just. I'll blend right in. I am Middle Eastern too, so I yeah. could. Uh, I could be part you of could, it. You could pass. I could pass. Not with my hair currently. I'd have to grow it out and mm, thicken it. Yeah. I'd have to get some hymns or some whatever to thicken <laughs> it up. Hair plugs? No, hair it's plugs. not that bad. Oh, it is. <laughs> like Tobias. I just pictured you with blood. <laughs> just which is I'm like, also in Jesus. A wheelchair. That's true. The bleeding. The, the bleeding from your head. Yeah, no, you're you're him. Perfect. Uh, anyway, so that's that's my tab. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I was taken on just this insane ride of um I, I I'm a little bit like shell shocked <laughs> by that. Asukere, Asukilme. I I'm gonna start saying WWID. What would Isukiri do? I- yeah, I, I just want to see the Parent Trap remake, but like with Lindsay yeah. Lohan playing both roles Jesus? <laughs> of Jesus and Yusukiri because she gets to do the British you know accent and she gets to do regular Jesus. She'd do great. I know it. I love it. Oh, Sarah yeah. loves that Parent Trap. We sh- it's so good. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. good. Yeah. It's so better somebody- than, I mean, maybe this is unpopular, but I like Haley it better Mills? than the original. Uh-oh. Don't say stuff we can't take back, Hannah. Oh, I I won't ever take that back. Everything is good in its own way. We love them all. We love the parent. Sure. Track. Yep. Anyway. Even, mm-hmm. Wow. So that was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. For telling thank you. me about that. All right. So now bust out your phone. <laughs> Actually, I went ahead and put it in the, the show notes this time. Oh, no. We're going to close the tabs. That's right. I thought tab, we were yes. doing listener mail. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Bust out my phone. 
Yes, and where also where did you go? Uh, where where did I go? There you go. Okay. Gotta uh, make sure there's proof. Yes. And once again, uh, thank you to Nico from Riverside for that submission. And sorry, I stole <laughs> the tap, but it was <laughs> it was legitimately like hilarious and insane. That was that was incredible. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You want to do the countdown this time? Yeah. Three, two, one, close it. What sound effect are we going to have for that? Mm-hmm. Isukiri. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not a crucifixion sound. That's probably not a, a good plane, sound for a this. A plane crash? <laughs> a plane, a helicopter, a, a helicopter? bombing of some sort. I don't know. Or just a toilet flush. Toilet flush is always my go-to. That's the one I like the most. Okay. Toilet flush. Uh, anyway, yeah. okay, so now we move on to our listener emails, which we I yes. technically just did a very long one, but yes. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> Cheater. Um, yeah, so I'll go first. Um, okay. And I, mine is from somebody named Josie. <laughs> Do you remember how we asked? Those are the only, the only people that submit tabs are Josie's. In, in episode one, we both had a Josie write in uh, and we asked for more Josie's. So she answered the call um, and she Love says, it. hi, I don't have anything interesting. I don't have any interesting open tabs that I want to close. <laughs> I could consider the halibut crochet pattern that's free from the National Park Service. But mm. in order to close it, I'd have to bookmark it, which feels like cheating. <laughs> I started writing this email before the end of the podcast and midway you put out your call for Josie's. So I was being proactive. It's very, it's very weird. It's very weird for to hear my name spoken as I've only ever met two other Josie's, which is crazy because I like know several. And I laughed out loud when you both had friends named Josie. If it's more common than I think, I'll have to gatekeep it and look down on those of us who are only Josie by nickname. Anyway, I really enjoyed the first episode. Fun fact, Al Capone partially got interested in the milk industry because of the amount of corruption resulting in unsafe milk that was leading to malnutrition and illness in children. So he he was um, worried about the kids. Yeah, that's what I I read some of that, too. I couldn't confirm that fact when I was doing research for that. But because some people were like, again, you don't know. They were like, you don't know if this is just a thing that he made up to like sound better. But there was yeah. this big story where it was like he had some like niece or nephew that got sick from drinking oh, messed wow. up milk. And he was just like, oh, I'm taking on the entire. I'm just doing the wrong voice again. But, you know, <laughs> you're doing the, the, the Japanese Jesus voice. Isukiri. Uh, he's yes, I, I actually did read about this, which is really crazy. Oh. Uh, we can't yeah, confirm necessarily that might have been. Under, but again, I think it's a fun story. And also, yeah, just because you're a rampant murderer, violent mobster <laughs> doesn't mean you can't have a heart for kids. You know what? Hitler had dogs. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) I'm looking forward to more tabs. If I ever have any relevant non-Josie info, I'll email again. From yet another Josie. P.S. Here's the crochet pattern, just in case anyone that's interested. Love it. So the the crochet pattern is funny because it's a halibut, but it looks like a whale. So it goes really well with, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Thanks, We're going to post that in the show notes. If any of our fans are really good at crocheting, you should go ahead and, uh, crochet that yeah and maybe send it to hannah hannah loves a good crochet i would love it too i a crochet, don't know how to a, crochet a scarf a crocheted scarf of a whale would be i would wear that i know you would you're like obsessed with scarves right yeah i'm not wearing one today though because it's a bit warm but you know as soon as the temperature drops like under 75 degrees i'll make sure to put one back on somebody make him a fish scarf 
or a whale shark from, from whale the national parks whale shark <laughs> whale surf your turn okay so this tab comes from taylor in new york and taylor writes i'm giving you a way to i need to change this window i'm sorry 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 <clears throat> Uh, Alyssa, sorry, go ahead and cut all that. I, had to, I forgot to resize the window so I couldn't actually see shit. Hmm. Okay. So the next tab, the next listener tab comes from Taylor in New York. And Taylor writes, hi, Kave and Hannah. I have an open tab story for you, but it's not mine. Much like mine was today. Uh, Two I have liars. Very- <laughs> <laughs> Two cheaters. <laughs> I have a very dear friend named Eleanor with whom I play D&D every other weekend, which, of course, is Dungeons & Dragons. Solid she, friend. She is one of the 500 open tabs havers, which can sometimes make it difficult to load up the online platform we use to play D&D remotely. <laughs> Almost every time we play, there will inevitably be a point where she says, guys, sorry, give me a sec. Roll 20 isn't loading again. To which That's all so of funny. us in the group will respond with some variant on the phrase, Maybe it's time to close Eternal Riverdale, Eleanor. What's Eternal River- Riverdale? As the name implies, oh. Eleanor keeps a tab open on her laptop at all times of the Netflix page for the show <laughs> Riverdale. <laughs> Have you ever seen Riverdale? I've never seen it. Oh. It's Speaking just Archie as like, a, as like a teen show or something, right? Oh, no, no, no. That's what it looks like on the outside. But once you get into it, it is... But I mean, that's the the source material. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like a dark crime version of Archie. But then it goes off the rails. And every episode, you're like, who signed off on this? What is this? Cults, aliens, time travel. Oh, that sounds awesome. Uh, Uh, She she goes on to say, like, literally just the page on Netflix where you pick which episode you want to watch. Or sometimes (laughs) a paused episode, depending on when you catch her. When we wow. found this out about her, the rest of us in the D&D group absolutely lost our minds laughing. And a year <laughs> on, we refused to let her live it down. <laughs> but Eleanor won't hear any criticism. Quote, it's important, she says. When we ask why it's important, she says, in case I want to watch Riverdale. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I don't know anything about the show myself, but I have heard it's nuts. And Eleanor thinks mm-hmm. it's the pinnacle of capital C cinema. It, it kind of is. Because they're self-aware. Right. They're self-aware, oh, the writers of the show. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll keep that tab open. Um, I know this isn't exactly what you guys asked listeners to submit, but she is one of the funniest people I know and felt like you guys would get a kick out of the tale of Eternal Riverdale. And as far <laughs> as I know, she still has Eternal Riverdale, Riverdale open on her web browser. I hope it stays there forever. All the best, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor <laughs> and Eleanor. Taylor? We salute you. Mm-hmm. We salute your forever open tab of Riverdale. Don't let anyone get you down. Don't let anyone talk shit. Don't let anyone make you feel bad. Especially all your friends. Don't let them tell you to close it. I mean, that's love, though. If your friends bust your balls, love. that's yeah. that's that's a real friend to me. Um, yeah, that's super keep cool. Watching Riverdale, I had to. I fell off in like season four because I was like, I don't know if I can handle this anymore. How long does it go? Is there like thirty seasons of it now or something? <sighs> no, it just ended actually. And oh, okay. From what I've heard, it. It somehow got crazier. Like, I just wish Mm -hmm. you had some sort of, I wish you'd seen one episode so you could know how crazy I'm talking about. Like, anyway, I'll make you watch one and you're going to hate it. We'll watch one at some point. 
yes, and of course, thank you guys for your submissions. If you are interested in having your open tab that you have closed because we've inspired you to do so appear on the show either as a listener email or because one of us will steal it and make it our own uh, please go <laughs> ahead and email us at 500 open tabs at gmail.com that's 500 as in 500 so 500 open tabs at gmail.com let us know uh like a brief you know couple sentence yeah. paragraph what you learned or a quick anecdote or something funny from it let us know where you're from we like knowing where everybody's from yeah, that's fun to hear it's fun um and, and of course say, most importantly include the link yes go ahead and sorry. um Kave, i will say that you gave me you get last time you were like and i always insist we say 500 500 Mm-hmm. And I want to say, when I told my mom where to look for it, she said, mm-hmm. do I spell out 500 or do I put oh. the 500? And I was like, validated. You're anyway. validated. I validated you. I said it in the show. I've changed oh it gosh. forever. I've, I've adjusted my behavior based on based on feedback from others. Because that's what a real man does. Collaboration. Collaborator does. Uh, also, we started a Discord which yeah. we need to, I don't, the problem is, is the links expire like once a week, but we'll just get better about like posting, yeah. you know, the link. But based on this listener email episode, I'm going to go ahead and start a specific channel within our discord. That's just for Josie's. So all the Josie's <laughs> that listen to the, to the yeah. podcast, <laughs> you guys can, can all meet post. each other there. Yeah. <laughs> all three of them. Uh, but yes, of course, we're we're across social media. We're at 500 Open Tabs on Twitter, at 500 Open Tabs on Instagram. As I mentioned, we're also on Discord that we're going to try and do uh, as best a job as we can to engage. I think part of this idea is to try and consolidate all of our fans into like a more streamlined area where people can talk and share about mm-hmm. share their tabs, share like fun stories, share memes. I think uh, it'd be really fun to sort of have that be more of a thing. Yeah. So please, if you're into Discord pop on there we'll put the link in our something you know yeah link in bio i guess we'll have to update it a bunch but yeah um and yeah we're also on youtube if you want to watch like uh videos yes. of our other uh, recording that's there's shorts on there there's videos there's full episodes there's it's great yeah the whole 500 jam. open tabs yep YouTube. 500 open tabs on youtube uh of course we also have our own social media accounts mm-hmm. i am at covetarian on twitter and at uh, at uh, perma friends on Instagram, um, and um, can... I'm Hannah Hillam on everything. On all of it, um, if you get a chance, please follow the sponsor links. That will help us get to Shingo, so we can see Jesus's yeah. tomb. Pilgrimage. Pilgrimage, exactly. Uh, follow sponsor links. Please rate the show. Please tell everybody about it. As we said in our trailer, tell your friends, tell your therapists, tell your enemies, tell people on You're the street. Psychic. Yeah. Tell your Grab psychic. people, shake them, and say, you yeah. got to listen to this. Get arrested tell them all. for it. Get, get yeah. arrested. Tell everybody in prison. Tell the cops. Become popular. <laughs> tell the cops. Mm-hmm. Tell the judge. Tell the judge. Yeah. yeah. They're like, do you have anything to say for yourself? <laughs> your Honor. <laughs> I just want to tell words. you about this one. Yeah. Before you get executed, that should <laughs> be your last words. Your last words. Yeah. <laughs> 500 open tabs. They pull the switch or whatever they do now. Yeah. 500 open tabs. <laughs> <laughs> get electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> or fire don't they do firing squad oh no i think they stopped the firing i think squad. in certain places they might still i don't know again utah a- has a firing squad still so go to utah cool. get arrested get get <laughs> executed and tell everyone to go listen to this podcast <laughs> unhinged uh, unhinged also one more thing we are going to be at emerald city comic-con in seattle at the end of february what are the 
February 29th through March 3rd. So it's uh, right at the end there. It's a long way. It's like a good four-day convention. So if you're in the Seattle area, yeah. We're going to be sharing a table. Come see us. Come get books. Come get drawings. Seattle come get a Convention cat Center. I'll, I'll draw your cats. And it's you can real only good get that. those. <laughs> at, you can only get those in person. So it's a good opportunity if you want one. People lose their minds over these cat portraits. They're extremely yeah. popular. They it's love weird. them. It's they're fun, to me, they're it's fantastic. Like, oh, thank you. But I've been drawing cats since I was like three. So I'm like, whatever, here. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> then, people who have not been drawing cats since, since three yeah. are amazed by it. Like me, I didn't draw cats ever. I do have one of mine as well. I have... Uh, I've yeah. got one of my wife. I call her my wife's cat because she's not my cat, but I have one of Zola. You live with this cat. It's not mine. It's I'm a roommate <laughs> with this cat. <laughs> Zola is a sweetheart. I like her. Zola is funny. Uh, but yes, I have one of Zola. These cat portraits are great, though. You should t- you yeah. should come get one because you can only get them at the conventions. Yep. I don't do them any other time because Carpal Tunnel. Carpal Tunnel. Also, you can come get a Mothman book that I got. Yeah, like, that I was talking these about books are great, you guys. Yeah. I'm, now it's my turn to 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 plug plug your thing. It's, and that's really all good. we have time for today. <laughs> he's really good at it, Mothman. <laughs> he thinks he's not, but he is. <laughs> okay. Please, books. Yes. Books, books, books. Okay. Thank you for listening. Thank you, of course, to our editor Alyssa. Thank yeah, you for Alyssa, cutting this amazing. together and making us sound cool. And uh, yet again, we do not have an exit other than no. we we got the front part of it down. Now we just say our names. And that we say we're the hosts. Oh, yeah, yeah. This will we take are. a little while. Okay, yes. so let's figure out what we're going to say. Thank uh, you for listening. Thank you. WWID. Uh, Ishikari, what's his name? Isu, kill me. Isu, kill me.